Yes, guys, how are we doing? Welcome back to the original Judo podcast. Uh, I'm James Austin and I'm joined today by she's former junior European silver medalist. She's a three time British judo champion at seniors. I'm delighted to welcome under 57 kilos, Achelia Tofra to the show. Achelia, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good, thank you. Just chilling. <laughs> So we'll start the normal way. Like I know I see you most <laughs> weeks at training, um, but for people who don't know you, they're maybe not in touch with the international scene. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about how you got into judo? Um, yeah. um, so I started judo in London. Um, I started at Metro Judo Club um, and my big sister and big brother did it before me so I just kind of followed in their footsteps uh, I did loads of sports growing up my mum put me in literally everything she could but the sport that I fell in love with was judo and since the age of four when I started um you haven't been able to keep me off the mat but yeah so that's how I started and I moved up to Birmingham to the national centre when I turned 18 when I finished my A-levels um, and have been there ever since what goes into that decision? So I'm presuming that's when you decide to go full time and um, yeah. train in the centre. What goes into that decision? So when I was at that point, there wasn't a massive training group in London for me to train with. So I was one of the only girls doing judo in London, like at that time that was training as much and competing at that level. So I was constantly having to travel around to train. So I would go to Budokwai, I'd go to Ernest Bevin. Um, I'd like travel out to Tunbridge. I'd like, there was so many places that I had to travel to. So that made it a little bit harder. Um, and also if you wanted to be selected, if you wanted to go to events, if you wanted to have the money to be able to pay to go to those events, then you had to move to the national center. So it made the decision um, pretty straightforward because to be able to compete at that level, you had to be at the national center. So uh, I finished my A-levels, got onto a uni degree at Wolverhampton Uni and uh, decided that I was going to move up. So I know you've now finished your degree. Like, yeah. That would have been during your time as a junior, um, time transitioning to senior. How did you manage like university alongside uh, um, training full time? I found uni quite easy to manage alongside training. I found it a bit of an outlet, so you weren't constantly surrounded by judo like as much as I love judo and I was there to train you also need that other aspect of life like to de-stress to take your mind off of judo and that's kind of what uni was for me it was only three days a week the uni was so flexible with if I missed or if I wasn't in or if I wasn't there for an exam they would give me extenuating circumstances because of judo um the lecturers were already supportive of that uh, so yeah it was it was pretty it was a for a uni course I did sport and exercise science so it was one of the lower load uni courses I would say so it was quite easy to keep up with I spread it across four years instead of three years so I had a whole year to do my dissertation um so that made it a bit easier as well and when you get onto the course are you aware of things like yeah I might have to spread it out to manage my career and my my uh, um, academics together when I got on I was just knew that I'd be able to manage it and like 
thought I'd be able to do it across three years but then as we got into the last year I realized that the load would go up a bit in my last year of uni so then that's when we made the decision um I had Ruth help me with that uh, she works with British Judo um and decided that it would be better to do my modules in one year and do my dis in the last year so that was the route that we took but I do want to go back to uni for my master's and I did recently get a place on a physio course um but I looked at the timetable once I got on and it just wasn't manageable with judo because it's so much hands-on um work so I've decided that I'm gonna do that once I've finished judo instead of doing it at the same time because it was just you wouldn't be able to travel and compete and train whilst doing that because you had to be there for lectures and exams right is is that because of literally the capacity of the course or is that because you're having to do that at a different university and they maybe don't support it in the way that Wolverhampton like no, with the judo on site Wolverhampton as well um, but it would have been at the Telford campus instead of uh, on the Warsaw campus, which would have made it a tiny bit harder because it's a half an hour commute. But it's literally just because the course is all hands on, like there's so many practical sessions. Obviously, being a physio, you've got to learn a lot practically rather mm-hmm. than like over the Internet or from a lecture. So it was just those practical lectures that I'd be missing that were the issue. Cool. And again, you mentioned Ruth, and I know she's no longer with British Judo. Like, who are yeah. the people who are involved in those conversations with you and that decision making? Um, really, when I made that decision, it was Ruth, and we had a meeting with my head of uh, course, who at the time was Julian, I think. Um, and yeah, it was it was just a conversation that we had at the end of uh, year two, and he advised what was best and. I said, yeah, that would work for me. And we went from there and it was really simple and really easy to do. Cool. Because I think, again, like there's this whole challenge as you're an athlete of managing those transition points, yeah. um, you know, from as an athlete, junior to senior, uh, cadet to junior. Yeah. But at the same time, it's you, you've got those lifestyle transitions as well, like school to living on your own, you know, yeah. but also school to university and the expectation that there is for you to go from yeah being at home having your schoolwork almost dictated to you yeah to then going living on your own training full-time like expectation that you've got to complete a degree which my experience of it was it's all self-driven you know mm. the the there's support there if you're looking for it but you need to have that kind of internal motivation you need to be asking questions asking for support 100% I think that Within British Judo, it's like they're now a lot more accepting of people doing uni courses. But I think I was one of the first few that did my uni course whilst I was at the full time centre at the same time. A lot of people moved up uh, and just thought they'd figure it out when they got up here. But my mum would not let me leave home without knowing that I was on a uni course up here as well because she's a teacher. So I feel like maybe my driving force was my mum behind that. she was literally on my back have you done this have you got this have you are you up to date have you done this so it was uh for me that was my like I knew I had that not pressure but it was that kind of like I'm not letting you do this without making sure you've got something behind you um so I my choice was my mum always said you can move up there as long as you take up a uni course at the same time and it sounds like it ended up playing a dual role like you've talked about it being this outlet away from judo where you know you've got joint focus and you're not maybe consumed by the sport 
have yeah. you found now that you're not doing the course um I do to be fair like it could be for many reasons because I think a lot of stuff has changed since then but judo as a junior was easier if that makes sense so like when I was doing junior judo um the results were coming in every week or every comp that I did and I was keeping up with my uni work and everything was great and then you transition into senior and it is a lot harder I think like um the stuff that you could use as a junior like uh for me I feel like one of my main assets as a junior was the fact that I was stronger than a lot of the other players and you enter senior and the girls are just as strong the girls are more technical the girls are um more experienced like so you've got to get into that mindset pretty quick and start to realize that there's a lot that you need to do to to keep up and to get up to where they're at when you move from junior to senior so for me it was I think not having uni now I can focus on judo a lot more which is positive um but yeah I do I do want to go back to uni because I don't want to finish judo and be confused about what I'm going to do next um so I want to have that behind me but I do find it it's good right now like being able to just train and focus on judo is positive for me right now I'd say still around the transition you I guess would be an athlete who was particularly affected and there'll be a group across the world who are affected by the impact of COVID transitioning from junior to senior managing your coursework managing everything prior to COVID you take a junior European silver you have your first uh senior Europeans in 2018 um what what was the impact of you like being away from the sport um and does it take a few years to get back to the standard you want to be has that exacerbated the challenges for you um I think that not competing for a long time with Covid for me was a massive confidence thing like when I was where I was before Covid I was I was on a roll like uh I was getting we were doing I was in a group with Colin and we were doing junior uh, senior European opens and I just started to rack up a couple of medals at senior European opens we just started to go into Grand Prix and Grand Slam level and then Covid hit so then it was like you had like kind of two and a bit years where you weren't competing regularly where you weren't on the scene regularly I know that was for everyone so I don't know how it affected different people but for me it was confidence because I feel like I do best when I'm constantly in that environment where I'm competing one after the other where I'm getting I'm so used to stepping on the mat that I'm nervous but it's a good nerves whereas I feel like I came back from Covid and stepping onto that mat for me I was like oh my god how am I going to do this like it was like worried nerves rather than a right I'm ready to go I'm nervous I'm pumped it was like a crap can I still do this and it that took me a little bit to get over and I would even say like sometimes it even is still a factor now but that's I think that's just experience and being on the mat in that environment and at that level so no I love that um you compete under 57 kilos yeah under 57s in GB is absolutely stacked um and I know you all have different calendars uh I think there's this group of three training at the center um yourself Nicolda uh, sorry group of two training at the center yourself and Nicolda um Lily's obviously 
uh, in that group as well. Yeah. Malin's not too far behind. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of other girls again who, you know, push the the three four of you. Um, what's it like, like being in such a crowded, you know, and, um, and everyone's able to perform kind of on the European level, starting to get results on the IGF circuit as well. Uh, it's interesting because I feel like it creates a whole new level of stress and kind of not awkwardness, but like um, like there's a whole new set of issues kind of thing. But on one front, it's great because you've got people pushing you and you've got to constantly be better and you've got to push yourself to make sure that you're doing more, that you're where you need to be. And that's one of the main things that it's took me to realise, like, I need to, I'm, need to focus on me, like what they're doing and how they're competing and what results they're getting. It's not important to me. What I need to do is put myself in the best position that I can and perform as best as I can and then I'll be in a position where it doesn't matter where everyone else is because if I'm doing the best I can then I I hopefully for me that means I'm at the top so like that's my thought process on it at the current moment Uh, there has been so many meetings and so many changes and those issues that do affect you in the moment and it does cause stress and it does cause like arguments and issues but it's that's a whole new thing that you need to start to figure out like being able to stay focused and be able to compete and still keep your head in the game whilst you've got all of that going on at the center and behind the scenes if that makes sense yeah no completely I think it's my own experience of that like 10 years ago 15 years ago um is it's so easy to get caught up worrying about what other people are doing it's the politics um, of it, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Um, wondering why you've got certain selections, but not other selections. Yeah. Um, but the reality is, like, you, you you hit the nail on the head. Like, those doubts are always going to creep in. But you, I think you're right. You have to come back to kind of what you can do. Yeah, what you're in control of. Because um, that only can influence things in a positive way. Yeah, because if you can control the the opportunities that you're being given, if you take every opportunity that you're being given and do the best that you can in that situation, then as long as the best that you can is good enough, you'll be at the top of of that group, if that makes sense. So it's just just looking at it in that way at the moment, because I think when you look at it in any other way, it it begins to like become a negative spiral where you're constantly thinking, oh, why does she get selected for that? Or she's above on that or she's below on that and it becomes like this game in your head and it's like you just need to think about okay I've for me I've got Austria I've got Tajikistan and I've got Kazakhstan coming up what am I doing where am I training how have I prepared myself best for that um aside from what anyone else is doing to prepare for theirs as long as I've put myself in a position where I'm walking onto the mat and I'm ready to face whoever I'm fighting abroad because really and truly it's very uncommon that you're going to fight those girls abroad because you're constantly separated on the draws unless you're drawn like you're seated next to each other so like you've got to beat all the girls abroad before like to even qualify the game so it's like and to be the best in the world you've got to beat the best so it's like as much as there's a competition going on within the country as long as I'm doing that abroad then I'm putting myself in the best position 
no I love that and I, I think um it, it's perhaps on a smaller scale than your longer term goals you know you, you're talking about aiming for Olympic Games yeah. I think we we saw an example of how crowded and the level of talent that you know GB has at 57 kilos at the Commie Games last year yeah. um you end up taking a silver medal um pushing Daguchi who just wins the world championships in a yeah. really close fight first of all like what was it like competing in the commie games uh it was a really great experience I loved it it was um like it was cool to be in a multi-sport event again I did EOF when I was a cadet and that was like a really good experience as well and it was nice to do that again and getting all the kit and going to the village and that experience is really cool and it was uh like really well done and that was really good and then it the nerves then begin to creep in because you're competing in Britain and everyone that you know is there like there was people in the stands that I recognized there was voices you could hear screaming at you and like and you recognize them like as I was on the podium I heard Gemma screamed down to me Gemma Gibbons and it was like a whole 360 moment because I watched her fight at the games at the Olympics and uh, we were like screaming down to her while she was on the podium and she said that to me after she was like it gave me like a throwback to that but no it was amazing yeah it was it was a really cool experience and it was nice to be able to compete and have my family there because it's not very regularly that they get to see me compete on that stage or against that level of player like Deguchi so it, it was a really cool and like really good experience um where where do we go from here like uh we've got Paris on the horizon and again there's yeah. three four of you in the picture at the moment yeah. you've you've talked about your calendar coming up are you is that all you're focusing on in the short term are you plans in place for LA what's the so currently it's very short term because we don't know who's got what competitions coming up yet. That's a decision that's still being made. So we're waiting for that meeting to go ahead, basically. So currently we only know up until the end of uh, year one qualification, if that makes sense. So up until Kazakhstan is what we know up to. So um, I know that I've got Austria, Tajikistan and Kazakhstan. So um, I've got a week of training in Valencia next week. I'm then off to Austria, Tajikistan the next weekend, and then two weeks between Tajikistan and Kazakhstan. Uh, so at the minute, I'm solely focusing on them, making sure that I keep myself in the top 36 to make sure that I qualify for Masters in August because I'm currently 30. So just making sure I stay in that. Um, and then obviously, if I do everything right up until then, and then once the like selections are out for the next couple of events it's just putting myself in a good position for Paris as much as I can um qualifying myself for that and then yeah I think I will stick around for the next cycle after as well I think it's what I want to do but I think I don't know I'm I'm still in it's something seems long way away the time yeah I'm solely thinking about Paris at the moment um and the short term so as each thing comes up so as masters is coming up and then europeans is coming up so it's like those are my short-term goals and as long as i'm doing what i can into them it's hopefully it will just put me in the best position to be where i need to be love that um who are like the major kind of influences on your judo career like who who are the big 
big the the names you've kind of got you to where you are whether that's within judo whether that's within your family uh so when I was young being from metro it was always really easy to look up at Gemma um and she was doing all of the things that I wanted to do she was training with the national team at Dartford she was competing abroad she went to the games I was able to be there and watch that like that was always a really big inspiration because being able to see other people from your club do that like Vicky Dunn as well was one that went to Sydney games and it was like these girls had started in the same place that I was starting and they were both able to get to an Olympic games and Gemma able to take a medal like that was a huge inspiration um I've, my family's really sport driven like my dad is was a runner he his whole family were like into athletics and not doing a sport just wasn't really an option within my family like it's we were put into every sport going so it was like pick which one you want to do because you're doing one um so that side of it like my family definitely pushes me on with that um yeah I apart from that it was uh like I obviously have athletes within the sport that you look up to like Clarice being one of them like look at those results it's it's just Again, a, a return now like I she's know. come back and it's like she's never been away she's just exactly. amazing exactly and it's uh you see those results and it's you just push yourself because you want that like you want to be consistent you want to be competing at that level consistently and meddling like she is consistently um but yeah that's I'd say that's my major driving force but yeah and I'm sure we've not seen the best of you yet but no, back, and I've got look. so many people like supporting behind the scenes as well. Like, I've got Fitzroy, got Darren. Like, there's so many people pushing forward, and yeah, it's good. It's a good place to be. Looking back on your career so far, um, knowing that you're gonna have all these highlights in the future, but looking back on your career so far, what's been uh, you at your best? Where do you look back uh, and go? Actually, that was that was a Chelly at her best. It's easy to look at junior Europeans just because, like, to make a European final in my second year junior, especially after coming off the year before where I took fifth. So it was like I made the final block twice. That was, it was nice to take that medal. And when you're in that place, the emotions and, like, the feeling of it is amazing. Um, but I wouldn't say that's me at my best. Like, Commonwealth was a really good show of it, having the Gucci in the final. And I just think, like, there's so much more to come. Like, I'm hitting fifths, I'm hitting sevenths at Grand Slams at the minute. So it's just to break through and take those fifths and sevenths to gold, bronze and silvers. Like, to to be meddling at those events is, it's coming. (laughs) Love that. Um, Ocelia, you've been absolutely uh, superb to have on. So thank you very much. If people kind of want to follow your uh, journey towards Paris beyond... Um, through the qualification um where can they follow you um I'm mainly on Instagram uh, my Instagram's Achelia Top Rack or Achelia Top Rack Judo two accounts I mainly use Achelia Top Rack but yeah it's amazing on there. <laughs> uh, again thank you so much for joining the show um hopefully catch up with you I mean this is the second time we've recorded yeah and uh, hopefully we'll get another one a little bit further down the line catch up see how things are all going um, but thank you Thanks. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Guys, hope you enjoyed. Uh, we will be back in a fortnight. Um, massive thanks to Achelia. 
Uh, and you know the score. Like, subscribe, blah, blah, blah. Catch you soon. Mate, that was amazing. Thank you very much. I feel like uh, we didn't touch on anything.